You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to the Cindy Stewart Podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, here is your host, Cindy Stewart. You know, it's funny, the name of my sermon is Something's Happening. And we sang that song when Miguel didn't even know about God's doing something, right? And in a Southern, you know, every region has their own language. Southerners have their own language. Our Louisiana brothers over there, they have their own language. You know, the Northeast people, they have their own language. When I met Chuck, I was like, He's from the Midwest. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and when we used to go to Georgia, we used to have a cabin up in the mountains of Georgia. He would say, would you translate for me? Because I don't know what they're saying to me. <laughs> so we all have our own thing. Uh, you know, Southern people tend to leave part of the word off. So instead of something that has you know, something. We're fixing. We're either going to fix dinner or we're going to go somewhere. We're fixing to go somewhere. We're fi- you know, we have our own thing. And I just kept feeling, I, I told Karen yesterday, I feel like something's happening. Something's happening. And honestly, I don't know what's happening. I just know it's happening. And even just listening to the testimonies, I was like, God, you are so good. You gave me a dream that, you know, she gave you a dream that she was going to be robbed and get healed. <laughs> and and the police came, kept her from being robbed, and healed her in the night. I mean, you know, I just, I love God, but he is, Gene mentioned it earlier, he is stretching us. And it's so funny because when Gene first came, you know, I've known Gene for a while. I, I've known him maybe 10 years, maybe, you and Mariella and Emily. And um, when he first came, I would know he would have a prophetic word, so i just tell him, you're going to have a prophetic word. Go ahead when you get ready. He's like, I am. And he says, you know, that stretches me when you look at me and say, go ahead. Because <laughs> he's like, I'm not even sure I, I know what I'm going ahead about. But, you know, that's what we do. We push each other to go bigger because a lot of times what we think about someone else, we look at it as just normal. But they look at it as I'm not sure I'm the prophet on the dime, you know, right immediately, right on, the, right on the dime. But what I feel like God is doing is he is stretching us to receive more of him. And he's stretching us in that more to be able to in, in, enlarge our capacity, as Gene spoke earlier. And um, I want to talk about prophetic night. And like I said, we're not going to preach a whole long time because we're going to have some time for fellowship and that type of thing and to eat. Uh, I was lucky enough. I got here early, so I got to taste to make sure it was good. (laughs) And it is. (laughs) So get ready. But um, prophetic night this past Friday night. And if you haven't been to our prophetic night, uh, we don't have it online except for our web church family. So if you want to be part of our web church family and you live somewhere else, you can join and be part of our prophetic. But uh, we we had it in person. Uh, We'd done it with our web church people earlier, but we had eight corporate words on Friday night. Normally we might have one, we might have two. 
because the whole point of prophetic night is to give people individual words. And we were, even when I was giving words, as I was giving one to Hannah, I was looking around because I could see that word was for multiple people. So finally, I released it as a corporate word. And uh, what's interesting about this is Gene and I talked about, Karen and I talked about it a little bit. We all talked about it. What we sense God is doing is he's bringing people that, yes, are looking for that individual impartation, but they're also looking for a greater anointing with the others that God has uh, paired them up with. And it's really, for me, um, um, I feel like God is raising up such a strategic, it's almost like a SWAT team. You know, when we did our prophetic words on Friday night, there was prophetic words about worship leaders and songwriting and people receiving that anointing for worship. There was prophetic words about healing, which we know that that uh, at least one has gotten healed. We don't we haven't heard the rest. There was prophetic words about mentoring, about what you have inside of you. God wants to release to other people, you know, and what is happening. You know, we have like 10 people standing up for the mentoring word. We had 12 people standing up for the worship word. And what is happening is God is doing these cell groups of people that are carrying the same anointing that is building the body of Christ, this army that's going forward. And, and you know, when uh, Gene was, I looked at him on Friday night and I said, do you have something? He goes, well, I just keep getting this corporate thing. Yeah. And when when we as leaders are looking at it, we're thinking, well, that's not really the agenda for tonight. <laughs> right? I know that sounds funny, but we're sitting here, our brain, you know, when you're hearing from God, right? When you're hearing from God and you're doing something and he's telling you something else, you're trying to assimilate it. And Gene looked at me, he said, I've just all I'm getting is corporate stuff. I said, well, go ahead. And he said, I've got to be obedient. And, and so we're, we're all releasing these corporate words, Matt and Karen, and um, because God is building his body. He's building his corporate body. And yes, he wants us to have those individual words that are activated, but he is building a corporate movement. And, and that's what we have to realize. I'm going to read a little bit out of Ezekiel 36, and we're going to start in verse 22. And like I said, I'm not going to uh, spend a whole lot of time, but I think this is important because we've seen a shift. Uh, and even as Jean said, maybe it's a shift because of the people who are coming, but we have seen a shift in what God is doing. We've seen more manifestation. We've seen unusual things that, you know, we're still trying to get our head around some of the things he's doing, and which is fine with us. We just don't know, do we need to understand it to go forward or do we go forward and then we'll understand it later? You know, who knows? And, and I'm sure we'll figure that out as we go. But we're seeing, um, what we're seeing is as the word comes out, the impartation is given, the activation goes with it, and it becomes a now launch. We're not looking for words that are coming 10 years from now. 
God is releasing words that are now, now, now. And, and what we have to do as a people is we have to learn to grab a hold of that word and say, that is my word. And I am going after it. It's been activated inside of me, and I am going after it. And I'm not going to kick the tire and say, well, maybe, you know, no. I'm going to grab a hold of it, and I'm going to go after it, and I'm going to do what I need to do in order to obtain what has been released from the mouth of the prophets, from the mouth of the leadership, from the mouths of one another. Uh, you know, the enemy has tried in this season since November 3rd to steal the prophetic anointing. He's tried to make us question, and there's nothing wrong with examination. I'm not going to talk about that tonight uh, or today or whatever it is. Uh, there's nothing wrong with examining, checking our hearts, being accountable to one another. But what has happened is people begin to doubt. Right. Even the people who have spoken the words begin to doubt. And I'm not going to dissect what, what has happened because we did that on our Thursday night study. So if you're interested in doing more of a family talk, join our Thursday night study because that's when we kind of break apart some of these things. But so I'm not going to talk about what I believe happened at the election. But the enemy has tried to cause the shaking of the body of Christ when it comes to hearing the prophetic and I was thinking about, uh, you know, sometimes when, uh, never mind, uh, let's not go there. Okay. Let's not think about that out loud. <laughs> because I think this is important. And uh, the enemy wants us to look with, uh, uh, what's the right word? It's not, not just doubt, but with an um, uncertainty in what God is saying through the rhema word. And we are not going to let that happen because what hap what's going on is God is releasing an outpouring, an outflowing, a flooding of prophetic words. Right. He is shaking us back into the direction he's given us because the enemy has tried to shake us and put us off track. And so he is releasing this flood of, of prophecy that is coming. But what is happening, it's not coming for next year. It's coming for right now. Yeah. And so what we have to do is be able to recognize what he is doing. And when we hear the words being released, yes, we do have to discern. We do have to measure. We do have to judge it. But we, but we have to be careful that we aren't going on an intellectual journey instead of a spirit-driven confirmation. Right. We need the spirit-driven confirmation. Yeah. Okay, so Exodus 36, verse 22. I mean, not Exodus. I said Ezekiel, right? Uh, that's what I thought I said until I didn't. Okay, I'm really excited because I feel like God has got some anointing on what we're doing. I feel like there is such power in understanding that the word is yes and amen, uh, and, and that we don't necessarily understand the fullness of what is going on, but if we will grab a hold of that, that stream, that word, that phrase that he's given us, then, then we will be imparted to, we will be activated, and we will be launched into where God wants us to be. And all of the prophetic words are on our website, wearethegathering.com. We're going to start loading them up just as a regular sermon, so 
you can go back and listen to. This is the mentoring word that was released. This is the financial word that was released. This is the healing word that was released because those words weren't time sensitive. Those words can be listened to right now and be activated within you if you weren't here to hear them. Or if you need to re-listen to them. I know for me, I, a lot of times I have to listen to them over and over. So ex, uh, Ezekiel 20, uh, 36, 22. It says, Therefore, say to the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord God, I do not do this for your sake, O house of Israel, but for my holy name's sake, which you have profaned along the nations wherever you went. And I will sanctify my great name which has been profaned among the nations, which you have profaned in their midst. And the nations shall know that I am the Lord, says the Lord God. When I am hallowed in your name before their eyes, for I will take you from among the nations, gather you out of all the countries and bring you into your own land. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you shall be clean. I will cleanse you from all filthiness and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. And I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and you will keep my judgments and do them. So we have been through a season where God has said enough. You guys are running amok. And I am moving on my sake for my name to get you guys all back in order. You know, when a father calls the children to sit at his feet while he's sitting in his big oversized chair, they know that the father has something important to say. And, and we've gone through a season over the last couple of years where the father has called us to his feet to listen to who he is, to repent for where we've been, to turn back from being consumed by the world so we can be consumed by him. And this movement that has happened right now is to bring glory to God, to show who he is. It's for his sake, for his holy name, yeah. that no man can take credit for what is happening right now. No man can take credit for it. And God's like, enough of this foolishness. I am putting my foot down. That's right. And uh, Gina sent me a note about the thunder and the lightning this morning. And I was thinking about that. You know, God has put his foot down, but it's not to stomp on us. It's to send us the reverberation, calling us back into the presence of the holy God and helping us to realign where we are to where he wants us to go. So we have been through a season of repentance. We've been through a season of turning back to the Lord and God is moving in these ways that we don't understand because it is showing us who he is. It is turning our eyes toward him, not toward Robbie who holds the anointing for this or Sharon who holds this anointing. No, it's turning us. It's coming out in ways that we have not planned. We don't understand, but we are leaning into it because what we're seeing is only God. We are seeing God. And that's what we have to remember is this is a move with the signature of God on it. Amen. 
that is releasing an instantaneous activation into his people for the season that we're in. The time is now to move in this unusual manner with God because of the revival that is happening across the country, across the world. You know, uh, I was one of my friends up in Jacksonville, him and his wife have a church and they've had a sudden move of just deliverance. They're holding night and day deliverance. People are coming from all over the country to get delivered. You know, that's not our anointing, but that is their anointing. And that's where God has, has poured into where they are right now. You know, our anointing is to facilitate and wait and let God move in the way he's going to move and let him build up and, and uh, establish the purpose of people and release the supernatural power in them. Each one of us learn here the movement of supernatural that God has available for us, not only for us to benefit, but for us to release. That is what we do. That's part of who we are. So let's look at Ezekiel 37 for a minute. And it's funny, when God started talking to me about Ezekiel 37, I thought, you know, God, I've already preached on that. Matt preached on it not that long ago. And he's just like, when you get done, let me know. <laughs> but, you know, that engagement with God, he's, he understands you know, we're having, I said, are you sure? I mean, am I hearing that right? But he understands that there's a process that each one of us have to go through. Uh, but when I woke up this morning, I was like, yep, that's right. That's right, God, you're good. I'm sure he appreciates that affirmation. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny because when, when we realize the intimacy and the level of engagement that he offers us, it's like sitting here having a discussion. He wants to discuss it with us, not, uh, not twist our arm to try to get us to do it, but to come into real partnership with yeah. him. It's a real partnership. It's, yeah. it, it's, it's just this tangible, touchable, breathable God that we live with, that we, that we adore, that we serve. So uh, verse 4 in Ezekiel 37 and we're, you know, we're talking about the a valley of dry bones. And uh, verse four, four says, uh, again, he said to me, the Lord's talking to Ezekiel, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, surely I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. Now think about this. The Lord is explaining what is going to happen. He's not doing it. He's causing Ezekiel to step in to the anointing for that moment in order to bring the bones to life. God could have done it much easier just himself. Ezekiel, watch this. But God wants to equip us in this hour to breathe life yeah. into whatever is dead in front of us. Right. You know, we call things that are not as though they are. You know, when things are dead, just like Abraham, when things are dead, God called it to life. Yeah. But there was action that Abraham had to take in order to activate the life that God had given him. 
There was action that Ezekiel had to take, and he tells him, prophesy. And verse 7 says, so I prophesied as I was commanded, and I prophesied, uh, as I prophesied, there was a noise, and suddenly a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the skewns and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them all, but there was no breath in them. And he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on the slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived, and they stood upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. That is exactly what God is doing. He is calling us to prophesy the life into things, whether it's the prophecy of healing, whether it's the prophecy of activating mentoring, whether it's the prophecy of raising up minstrels before the Lord. It doesn't make any difference. He is calling us to follow his command in order to activate what is being released from heaven. Now, it doesn't say, and five years later, they all stood up. (laughs) This is a now season for the word of God that's being released. And we have to, we have to shift our thinking And realize that the timing, the season, the Kairos moment is here for what God is doing. And we have to say, God, I am ready for the immediate activation of the word that you just gave. I am not only hearing it, but I'm standing in it. I am stepping into it. I'm actually going to take a movement toward it to make sure that I get the fullness that you are prophesying over me. In this season. Yeah, I got to hear, I got to hear more amen on that. It's hard because you know what? We think. We all think. It's, yeah, that's right. We all think. And we're trying to process. We're, we're trying to process intellectually what has to come through our spirit. We all are. I, I do it. I do it all the time. I was just talking to someone and they were going through, um, they live in another state and they were going through some inner healing. And uh, the process that they were using, the counselor was using with them, um, and this is nothing, let me go ahead and say it, nothing against counselors or anything, I'm just going to share it, was having them go through their mind and recount what happened to them. And then they have like a, um, a buzzer uh, that breaks the thought pattern, okay? So, like I said, I'm, I, this is not a dissertation on that. But what I want to say is when we try to fix things with our mind, when our intellect is the first thing that we engage when we hear the Spirit of God talking to us, then our intellect tends to override what our spirit is telling us to do. Now, how many of you, y'all heard me say it. I just kept seeing us rolling on the floor laughing. Now, how many of you said, I can't wait. Let me get down now. Mm -hmm. I saw it. One person. (laughs) Possibly two. but. But you know what? Because our intellect is saying, that's really interesting. 
did she have too much coffee this morning? You know, because what we're doing is our natural, our cultural, our training says nobody gets on the floor. Why would we get on the floor? But could it have been, and this is just a wing it right now, could it have been if we would have all gotten on the floor that the holy laughter would have fallen on us and we would have been rolling in the floor? Could it have been that we would have activated the word that God was showing me if we would have actually obeyed the word and let the anointing come with it? I mean, I don't know. Y'all didn't see me down there. So, you know, because <laughs> I didn't think of it. I figured... That if it's going to happen, it would, just, it would just happen. But maybe God is looking for us to step in yeah. to what he is speaking in order to activate what's already been imparted in us. Oh, yes. And that's hard to do when we want proof first. Right. Faith is not proof first. And that's no indictment on any of us. We're just trying to learn this new way that God is working. And it is new and it is different. We're just trying to figure it out. Uh, after Jean gave one of the words on Sunday, I mean, uh, Friday night, it was like the spirit just overtook him. And he barely could even get up. Because he was just like, I have got to be obedient. I cannot hold this in any longer. And it's not that we're not obedient. It's just that God is saying, I'm going to change, give you maybe another way to look at activating the prophetic word that you hear by stepping into it before you actually see it manifest in order to break it open so yeah. it can manifest for you. Yes. You know, it's just a different dynamic for us to learn from. And that's how we adjust with God is by saying, okay, God, I have heard it this morning. Everybody raise your hand. Say, I've heard it. I've heard it. So my next thing is I'm committed to trying it. Uh, that was a little lower than I heard it. <laughs> but really think about it. Think about what I'm saying. You know, the bones came to life, but they had no breath. Right. And once they received the breath of God within them, and the only way they received it was because Ezekiel said it. Yeah. Because God didn't override Ezekiel. He gave him something to do, and Ezekiel did it. And they begin to breathe. So I want us to really take on this challenge, this charge of as we hear prophetic words, ask the Lord to show you how to step into it. Uh, I gave a word about, I believe that there are people who are really called to mentor other people in this season. And if you receive that word, or even today, if you feel like that word is for you, then how do you activate that word? By reaching out to see if there's someone you can mentor, someone you can start with. It only starts with one, one small step of obedience. 
which gets you there. Uh, we gave a word about uh, worships and songs being written and, and just a new anointing. If you, if you receive that word, if you feel like that's yours, then set aside time to begin to ask the Lord to give you those tunes. You know, none of the words that were given to a person were activated until they received what God had given them and taken action on it. So that's good, isn't it? I think God wants to really have some fun with us because he wants to make us where we are so pliable that at one breath, we're just like, we're in, we're done, we're on the floor, we're doing whatever you want to call I'll do cartwheels, whatever you want. In fact, that's what Gene said to me this morning. I said, I feel, he came in and we were all praying this morning. I said, I feel like you're going to have a word. He goes, well, I'll just do cartwheels if God wants me to. Well, that wasn't the call this morning, but it was a good word he gave us. So <laughs> he's like, thank goodness. Thank goodness. So um, we're carrying an anointing yeah. that God's going to use to activate others Amen. and vice versa. There's others carrying an anointing that are going to speak that we're going to feel it inside of us. It's going to stir something in us. That's going to require an activation on our part to step in. And uh, Gene gave me a word a couple of weeks ago. He said, check your mind at the door. <laughs> We might need to check our minds at the door so that we can let our spirit activate what God has for us. I think we're going to see a whole lot of something going on. Miracles breaking out. I'm, we're going to see people getting in position. We had a couple of testimonies. Of course, uh, Caitlin's given her testimony about getting this job she's been wanting for five years. And they have fast-tracked her. This job who's supposed to be taking years to get qualified and go through their school, they are fast-tracking her. One of our others that just joined Ashley, she um, had been working for a big box store, and they kept scheduling her work Sundays, work nights. She's got a special needs daughter, and she said, God, i got to have another job. And immediately she got a job with a Christian company that is never open on Sunday so she can be at church every Sunday. So, I mean, God is, is positioning us not only in the marketplace, but in this heavenly place that he has for us in order for us to move forward what he has planned now, yeah. what he is doing right now. Uh, so that's really good. And I was going to tell one other testimony, and it is also a financial one. Um, one of our friends, they uh, were going to sell their house for just what they thought was would be the right amount. And uh, someone offered to buy it. And then uh, someone said, one of their marketing or broker kind of guys said, let me just look around and see what the comparables were. As it turns out, their house was worth $35,000 more than they were going to sell it. So they got an additional $35,000 for their house. So, so think about this. It's, it's the wisdom of Lord that's moving in our anointing to get us in position, to free us from debt, to get us in the right career, all those different things. I mean, all of us can name something that God has done that lets us know there's an activation right now in our life from an impartation that he has given. And we are rip rare and ready to go, right? Amen? Yeah. Okay, that's it. That's it, guys. Woo! 
I, I promised I'd be done by noon. 12.06, that's not too bad. <laughs> okay, so let's stand, let's pray, and uh, this is good, guys. I want us all to be excited about what God is doing. And when you hear that prophetic word or when you hear that unction from the Lord, I'm just challenging you. Activate, activate, activate. Do something that will, that will create the fire within you in order to send it forward, okay? So, Father, we just thank you for fire. <laughs> we thank you, Lord, that this is our season, that you are moving in unusual ways and you are rewiring our brains so that we are completely at one in this unusualness. And, Lord, we don't have to understand. We just have to go. And so, God, we just thank you that you're going to train us to let your spirit guide our spirit, and then our mind and our soul will follow. So uh, you be the leader, Lord. You be the leader in this. And I just want to uh, just, just, I feel like there's an activation right now you, that you've gotten prophetic words that need to be activated. So Lord, I'm just asking you right now to uh, stir up what's in in each one of us and show us how to take the step forward and to activate what we've been holding inside of us for so long. So God, we just thank you. We thank you for food. We thank you for blessing our meal. We thank you for fellowship. And we're excited, excited, excited. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stewart.com. We'll see you next time.